spring is in the air and Mother's Day is just around the corner. Last year, you gave her flowers. The year before that, flowers. The year before that, yep, you guessed it, flowers. This year, how about flowers and the gift of music? Take her to the old rock house for Deb Stock 2023. Free Tree, Russo & Company. You drive me to drink, so I drink and drive another nail into the railroad ties. Once my track's finished, on board I climb and I'll ride right through the night. Hey. Ryan Chaney. I'm on the edge. I'm looking down and I don't see the bottom. Can you forget? Last time I found just like some prodigal son searching for shelter. Emily Wallace. I just want a simple life in St. Louis. I, I just want to spread some love in South City. And comedian Meredith Hopping. Doors open at 2.30 and the show is from 3 to 7. Advanced tickets are $15 and $20 at the door. This is a benefit for glioblastoma brain cancer. Advanced tickets can be purchased through etix.com. It's Debstock 2023 at the Old Rock House on May 14th. Featuring Russo and Company, Ryan Janey, Emily Wallace, and comedian Meredith Hopping. We hope to see you there. Don't forget the flowers. No matter what you've got going on, an important interview, a hot date, or maybe you just need to feel and look fresh, nothing beats a great haircut or a shave. And nobody does it better than Master Barber Mike Bach at Afton Barbershop. Not only is it a nice, quiet, one-on-one environment, but Mike takes the time to listen to exactly what you're looking for. Conveniently located right off McKenzie Road, And it's by appointment only, so you can relax and get ready for whatever you've got planned. Call Mike at Afton Barbershop today and make an appointment by calling 314-459-1784. Or check out Afton Barbershop on Facebook. Afton Barbershop, the official barbershop of the St. Louis music scene and Beyond FM 24-7. The best of everything STL. Your commercials, they suck ass. Beyond FM. May 26th, mark your calendars for the long-awaited EP Miracle from Inner Outlines. Featuring the smash hit, Would You Even Believe Me? Would you even believe me? Tell myself that my heart's still beating. What was I thinking? Undone. Title track, Miracle. Don't send me a miracle. I don't deserve it if it's all my fault I'm feeling miserable. Pre-order your copy right now at InnerOutlines.com. It's the new EP, Miracle, from Inner Outlines, coming May 26th. What do you even believe me? Peace, quiet, and good order will be maintained in our city to the best of our ability. Riots, melees, and disturbances of the peace are against the interest of all our people. 
therefore cannot be permitted. We interrupt this program to bring you... On behalf of the United States government... We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Stand by. I'll be right here. Now, here comes the music.
best of everything STL Beyond FM. Stabbing westward, kicking things off with I Am Nothing. Thank you for tuning in. Yesterday I had a... Uh, the opportunity to sit down with Ed Akers and talking about everything local 636. So we'll get to that in a moment. I uh, just wanted to remind everybody, first off, that uh, we're not only a, a, a podcast, if you want to call it that, but we are a full-blown radio station. Um, we have an app called Beyond FM 24-7, and, and we play uh, nothing but St. Louis area artist and i say area as i stretch that very far but st louis region artist if you want to call it and uh, it's 24 hours a day seven days a week we have two live shows one on monday night one on thursday night Um, but this one's a, a special presentation today so you can just go to your favorite app store and and just look up beyond fm 24-7 and it takes literally seconds to download and bam you're right there and you're checking out everything that is the best of everything stl so uh hopefully you dig it and also you can check out our website beyond fm 24-7.com and you can see pretty pictures and you can listen to the station and you can see upcoming events which we we do have a few and one that i want to mention right now is july 22nd at red flag we have louise post from veruca salt and uh, it's going to be a great show. Tickets are just $20 in advance, 25 day of show. And uh, doors open at 7, show at 8, all that good stuff. It's an all-ages show. But um, we encourage you to come out and, and hang out with us and, and enjoy some music from Louise Post. And uh, we're going to check her out now. And then we're going to get to the interview with Ed Akers coming up next on Beyond FM. When we say the best of everything STL... We mean everything. 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 This is Beyond FM. Yeah. 
It is the best of everything STL. It's Beyond a Film. Good afternoon. Good evening. Let me paint the picture a little bit for you today. Um, since we're doing what we call a pre-recorded, and that's okay, but we, we always sound live when we're doing this, so it's all cool. Um, it's a beautiful Wednesday afternoon in St. Charles, and um, I'm, ex- I'm excited to have this conversation today because um, our guest today kind of is kind of doing what we're doing, just different. And he's kind of doing what Shane Presley's doing, but different. We're all doing different things, but we're all kind of doing the same thing. So it's a beautiful thing. And um, I'm talking about Ed Akers from Local 636. How are you? Hey, good to have you, man. I love your voice. I love the radio voice, how it just turns on. That's I fantastic. <laughs> I put I put the microphone in front of my face, and it, it drops like four <laughs> octaves. Say, yeah. That's amazing, man. Because sometimes, sometimes if I like leave a, a, a voicemail or something, and it's like, Hey, it's Tony. Um, and I'm like, that's not Tony. <laughs> Who's that? Did my ball shrink up or what happened? But no, it's it's good to have you on. Uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. We'll say pre, you know, local six three six stuff. Oh man, how far back do you want to go? As far you back, go back as you to want, Waco, man. Texas, and I, I want I want people to get to know you and love you and and oh, man. check out your podcast and go to your events and all that stuff. So I, I feel like if we present it in the right way and find a connection with whatever audience listens to me, whether it's one person or 5,000, they will connect with you and like, all right, I'm going to check him out too, because he's supporting the scene and putting on events and all that stuff. So well, if there's one thing I can talk about, it's myself. So good. Uh, Let's see. I grew up in Hazelwood, Missouri. Um, I went to college in Mississippi. When I came back, everyone that I knew from high school lived in St. Charles. So that's why I'm here. Um, <laughs> yeah, there was, a, there was a crazy migration at one time. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was in college 2000 to 2004, and I know it was happening before that, and I, it's obviously happened since then, but that must have been, and I don't know if it was our age or whatever, but seriously, I moved back in early 2005, and every single one of my friends, now I'm not saying everyone, but every mm-hmm. one of the people that I hung out with, talked to, was out here in St. Charles. And, uh, you know, we were coming out here when we were kids to Northwest Plaza was our mall. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I grew up in, I lived in Maryland Heights until okay. I was seven. So I yeah. get you because I remember back in the day when it was open, you know, basically opened up yeah. Christmas time was awesome in Northwest Plaza. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, they had no roof on it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I remember that vaguely i'm probably a little bit younger than you but a little bit um but yeah i remember that not having a roof and then having a roof but yeah we would come out to st charles and hang out and so i was kind of already familiar with the area um i went to college for broadcast journalism so uh interned at a radio station you you called it working for free i (laughs) interned worked for free um uh, at a top 40 radio station down there and um i just have always loved music Mm -hmm. um have always loved alternative music Um, and kind of underground and kind of anything left of center. Um, now don't get me wrong. I enjoy, you know, stuff that's played on one Oh five, seven and Casey and, uh, but it is, it's not my wheelhouse. Like I, I, I've kind of always been into the, the punk, the pop punk, a little more indie. Yeah. The metal indie, uh, dare I say emo screamo. Mm -hmm. Sorry. I'm that age. (laughs) Um, yeah. And so I've always liked that. Um, most of my tattoos are musically themed. Um, my first tattoo uh, is track one off Incubus's Science album. Uh, bonus points if you know it. It's okay if you don't. It's kind of obscure. 
No, I don't. <laughs> it's redefine. Okay. Uh, but it's just, and the reason I am going into this is because you want to know about me. I think that's says a lot about me because the song is exactly. about just not, not being put into a box, not being labeled, not, not fitting into one category of human or of, of thing or, Hey, because you like this, you must be that. Hey, because you go to church, you must be this because you have tattoos. You must be this. None of that's true. I just told you I'm an insurance agent and mm-hmm. that's not what most people guess. Yeah. Right. Because of the way I look and, um, and I love that. I, I, I get off on that to yeah. some extent. I love, you know? I love breaking the molds too. Like, yeah. like a lot of people, maybe not so much now since I've done all this and they realize how much I'm into everything, but you know, even back in the day, even we'll even rewind it even further back. Going in, and in high school, all my friends were like super metalheads, you know, Slayer yeah. and all, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And I dug that certain songs that I, I dug. Not yeah. I wasn't super into it like they were, but I liked Prince and yeah. I liked <laughs> different things like that. And then you know, once I really want to define it as. I found my sound whenever I heard Jane's Addiction and Faith No More. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, that, you know, once those fusion bands came in yeah. and started molding into alternative, mm-hmm. then that's when I was like, that this is this is my scene. But I also love hip-hop a lot. Yeah, sure. And I love punk. Uh, I have a Rancid tattoo. Oh, so nice. I love Rancid. New I song have, out, I've, right? I think so. At least like a couple weeks ago or... Was it Operation Ivy or was it? Oh, Rancid? it might have been. Yeah, yeah it might have been one of Tim's other bands. Yeah, yeah. maybe it wasn't the four thousand bands that he's right. Yeah. yeah, Tim Time Bomb or Op <laughs> Ivy or yeah, who knows? You know, so I, I mean, I like to um, kind of be like look one way maybe or blend everything up and yeah. just let people decide and then I'm freak them out. But yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah, exactly. Um, been going to shows for a long time. Uh, been around since the you know the OG Creepy Crawl Mississippi Nights. Um, just would go to almost anything in high school. Um, you know, had the, had the freedom, which was nice to go to those shows. And so what was your favorite Mississippi night show? It has to be the urge. The urge. Uh, I, I won't lie. I haven't seen a ton of shows at Mississippi nights, gotcha. um, less than 10. Okay. Um, well then the urge would, would, that, that would be okay. But yeah, we went to, <laughs> and I told this story when Shane was on, when Shane Presley was on my podcast is, uh, and I can show you the stub when they had their quote last show, there was like a run of three shows. My friends and I made sure to buy the tickets to the actual last show. Mm-hmm. And it was 99 or 2000. Uh, and for, for a minute there, I was mad because you know, they've done reunion shows and now I'm older. I understand. Okay. Bands do that. Yeah. They say they're breaking up. They say this is it. And they come back. But those urge shows, I mean, just a hot, sweaty mess, uh, you know, wasn't of drinking age yet. So we're just, slamming waters, mm-hmm. uh, sweating it out. I, I remember specifically having to like tilt my head towards the sky to catch a breath of like oh, yeah. colder air. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because when you're in there and I'm six foot, I'm not huge. And I probably was an inch or two shorter than, you know, it's just you're it's nothing just, but hot carbon dioxide. Yeah. You're breathing in <laughs> yeah. homies, uh, armpit sweat mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So, um, but man, those were, those were just amazing shows. Um, let's see. Yeah. Uh, and, and I just have always loved going to shows. Um, as you, well, you can see, you can't really see it's not great audio, but right. the, the tour posters and stuff, I'm mm-hmm. a, I'm a sucker for, you know, trying to grab a signed tour poster and, and throwing it on the wall. I save all my ticket stubs. Um, so always have been into that. Um, 
a few years out of college, I, I kind of figured out, got my big boy job and uh, started a farmer's insurance agency. And so I've been doing that for 13 plus years. Um, and that is really, I know how much people love insurance and want to talk about it. If you want to talk about insurance for the rest of this, we, we can do it. Uh, but you're in, you know, you're in such a box with insurance, with what you can do, what you can say, mm-hmm. how you can promote, how you can advertise. And then on top of that, like trying to do something fun with it, trying to, trying to promote it. It's just not as fun, right? Like it's, it's insurance. You're buying yeah. it because you have to buy it. Hopefully you like me enough to buy it from me, but that's all I got. Um, and so I've always, I've always been into kind of events and planning. And so lucky for me, the, the St. Charles 4th of July parade goes right by my insurance office. So like seven or eight years ago, my wife and some friends and I were, you know, it was 4th of July morning. We were probably having a beer or Bloody Mary or something. We said, mm-hmm. let's walk down to my office and watch the parade. And along the way, we gathered maybe five or 10 neighbors. And that was kind of the first parade watch party I had. Now in the years since it's grown to 150, 200 people. And, you know, we've had musicians there. We've had kind of themes there. So I tell you that to tell you, that's kind of the beginning of very, very early beginning of like what happened with like 636A was my experience in planning this event and bringing people together, having different activations where people could come and do something, not just sit and watch the parade. They could go get a Bloody Mary, but, you know, forming partnerships with other bars to donate stuff. And um, so that's kind of where that, that came into play. I've always enjoyed that. I've always enjoyed, like I plan our vacations, like down to the, not to the minute, but like, yeah. I enjoy that. I don't know. It's a, just putting pieces of the puzzle together. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I like taking this abstract thing or idea and, and, and yeah, and putting it together. And, um, so yeah, I've been an insurance agent, um, during COVID, uh, kind of like our stories are pretty similar, you know, kind of was looking for something to do. And, uh, a few people were like, why don't you do a podcast? Why don't you do a podcast? You know, I've got the degree in broadcast journalism, which mm-hmm. doesn't really mean anything other than I just enjoy it enough to, to go to school for it. Um, my wife then suggested that I talk with other business owners in St. Charles because, you know, being in the insurance industry for that long, that's what I do is I, I talk to other people. I talk to business owners, you know, we're in networking groups and stuff like that. And everyone's got a story, right? Um, and especially when you get to like a business owner, everyone's got a story about that business. Yeah. And, uh, my wife thought that people would enjoy hearing that. And she was right. Um, I went to some friends of mine who actually owned the local 636 brand. I did not create the local 636 brand. Uh, I purchased it from a design company called uh, Public Art Company. Okay. So they had this thing going at the beginning of COVID. They were printing shirts like St. Charles themed shirts. And they were, um, they had a logo. They had an Instagram page. They were doing like a free t-shirt if you brought in a receipt from a local restaurant. So they were trying to get you to go out, spend money locally when you weren't supposed to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they'd give you this t-shirt. And that's how Local 636 started. That's pretty neat. Uh, about a year into that, I started the podcast, or maybe six months into that, I started the podcast. Uh, I went to them and I said, hey, I've got this idea for a podcast. Here's what I want to do. I want to talk to local people. I want to talk about local events, local stuff happening. You've got this brand already. You've got the logo. You've got the Instagram. You've got the shirts what do you say we partner up and do it? And that's how the local six or six podcast was born. Um, after I'm using air quotes here for mm-hmm. you guys that can't see after promoting this, uh, this show, 
at La Belle V, I kind of decided that I wanted to own the brand. I didn't know what that meant yet because they weren't doing much. Uh, and I came home and told my wife, uh, I want to own the local 636 brand. You know, had a, had a few beers. <laughs> and she's like, okay, I think. I'm going to do it, yeah. babe. <laughs> yeah. Whether you and like it or not. I was like, mine. I don't really know what that means, but, you know, let me let me think about it. A week later, the two guys that owned public uh, public art company, and I hadn't said anything to them. Two weeks later or a week later, they said, we think you should take over this brand. And so that's when I actually purchased the brand from them, took on two investors slash business partners, um, and just had a, had a game plan and just kind of hit the ground running. And so started with t-shirts, podcast, it's grown into this, this thing, whatever it is now. Um, and then to bring it to where we are now, cause we're going to talk about six, three, six day, I assume mm-hmm. last year after three, one, four day, uh, the city event planner, Beth Norville emailed me and said, Hey, what do you think about doing a six, three, six day? And I said, I've already got notes. I've got, I've got a whole thing worked up already. I just didn't know what to do. Right. Cause yeah. it's like, I've got the pieces. I just, I need to figure out how to put it together. And she said, yeah, the city wants to do something. And I said, here's what it is. June 3rd at six o'clock, six, three, six. Uh, and we worked together and hammered out, you know, six, three, six, eight last year. I think I was looking at my Facebook memories and today last year or this day last year, we uploaded the the poster. So we were super late. I mean, we're three weeks away from it, mm-hmm. you know, and last year we were just uploading the poster with the details and stuff. So, um, we pulled it off. It was awesome. Um, we had about 1500 people there. Nice. Um, ran two breweries out of beer. Um, literally they had to go to their other locations and get more beer. We just didn't know what to expect. You know, it was a free event. It was planned two months ahead of time. We weren't selling tickets. It's free. So we were just like, oh, I hope some people show up <laughs> and, and they did. And so, um, yeah, I guess that brings us, that's the about me section that brings us up to, up to now. That is awesome. <laughs> it's been fun. Yeah. It's kind of the, uh, almost the same way with me, with the name beyond a film. Um, I mean, one of it is, you know, I, like I, we talked off air of my previous stint in, in FM and, things not working out and kind of having a chip on my shoulder. And I'm like, I'm going to go beyond FM. I'm going to do ah, I love okay. it. So then also, and you know how it is, is, uh, you know, as trying to advertise yourself for this and that in, in, in any business or any subject at all, really, if you go to an FM station, you know, say you're going to go to a morning show and promote yourself, you're going to get about two to three minutes if you're probably lucky. Yeah. You know, it's a hurry up. In and, between and, songs. And, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? What's going on? Okay, see you later. And mm-hmm. then that's it. You know, and I wanted to, you know, not that my my um, draw or range or anything like that is is huge, but if people want to listen, then I want somebody to really um, you know, get to know the product or the band or the business or whatever that I'm I'm interviewing and hopefully there's a connection there and they either become a fan or a a loyal customer or something like that. And, and then when they become a loyal customer or a fan and they tell their friends and then yeah, so forth. So that's beyond FM. I love it. I love the name. I I figured it was like something along those lines, but I didn't know the exact story. And that's, that's so cool. And beyond FM being 
where we play all local and where, you know, the yeah. regular FMs are not going to play yeah, local yeah. stuff, you know, so. No, I love it, man. Yeah. Um, so let's, we'll, we'll take a break. We'll talk a little bit about the, uh, the event coming up and who all you got on. Cause I know you got some friends of ours playing. So yeah. that, that is awesome. So, um, we'll be right back right here on beyond FM. The best of everything STL. You're goddamn right. Beyond FM.
is the best of everything STL Beyond FM. Sitting here hanging out with Ed Akers from Local 636. And um, so you have a, uh, a wonderful event coming up, uh, 636 Day. Let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So uh, I think we, we left off. We were talking about just the city reaching out and planning the event. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, booking, I say booking and promoting. I mean, however you want to say it, getting bands to play. Is, is something I've always wanted to do, something I enjoy doing. And so, you know, it kind of started out as an excuse to do that. You know, let's get some of our buddies up on stage here and let's let's show them off to St. Charles because there's not, there's Diamond, which is a great venue. Yeah. But yeah, that's going to attract a certain type of artist, um, which is fine. Yeah. They have some, some good artists there, but it's only one kind of genre. Uh, and it's that's the only real place that I know of them. There are some... Well, know, in... in, in- St. Charles is a little cover band heavy. You yeah. have to admit that. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. And that's why... Um, There's 20 bands at least that make a living just playing in St. Charles. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Easily. And that's one thing uh, that I told my partners too is like, we're not... I don't want to do the same thing that everyone else is doing because you can go to any bar and see and hear Don't Stop Believing. You know what I mean? You <laughs> yeah. can go to... And you can see any cover band play that song or what name the song... I want to bring original, and it's not necessarily original. Like last year, we had Danger Party, and they do um, late nineties, two thousands. You're familiar with them, yep, yeah. Yep, yep. And so, yeah, even though it's cover music, it's different than anyone out here has heard yeah. in a live fashion. But, um, but yeah, six three six day. Sorry, got. It's all right. I like talking, man. Um, six three six day. Yeah, so it's June third. So um, it, it's kind of like you said something that I caught on to at the beginning, where you said. I'm doing kind of what you're doing and kind of what Shane's doing. And we're all kind of, and, and that's my life, man. I mean, I don't think, I don't think most people have like the most original idea ever and they start doing it right. Everything is like derivative of something. Everything's a version of something else. And that's what six, three, six day is. Honestly. I mean, it's, it's a version of three, one, four day. It's, it's us saying like, Hey, we're, we're here in St. Charles. We love where we live. We want to represent where we live. We have a lot of cool things out here and we need to celebrate that, you know? And so that's what it is. It's, it's live music. It's live art. Uh, it's of course vendors, but we try to keep the vendors to, to stuff that is interactive, um, and stuff that you can put your hands on. So in other words, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to have a vendor where you can just walk up and like buy a necklace you're going to have a vendor where you can walk up and maybe get your hair braided or throw an ax. We've got a <coughs> uh, hatchet house coming, which is an ax throwing place. Mm-hmm. We've got a vendor um, that where you can make your own tie dye shirt, you know, so it's that hands on, it's that interactive stuff. Um, it's family friendly stuff for kids. And it is, it's a block party. I mean, it's not inside a venue. It's not in a parking lot. It is in the middle of the street in Frenchtown, which is an area down here that we're trying to revitalize and bring back. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and there's some great businesses down there now. Um, but that's what it is. Yeah. It's just a, it's a block party street festival arts fair, um, kind of a little bit of everything with our spin on it. And who do you have playing as far as musical acts? Yeah. 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 Probably should have hit that in my That's description right. of it. That's all right. <laughs> I mean, we're on Beyond I'm, I'm, FM. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on it. I got you covered. So we try, uh, we try to get all all local musicians, um, and not not just local to St. Charles. Of course, we we love St. Louis and mm-hmm. and a incredible music scene. 
we do have some St. Charles specific acts, but uh, kicking kicking us off at three is Steve Ewing. Nice. Um, which, you know, I know he plays around a lot and the urge has been around for a while, but that is something as simple as it is that I will be proud of until the day that I die, that we got to, you know, that we had Steve Ewing play our event. Yeah, last year, unfortunately, last year, so every year, and unfortunately I'm not doing it this year just because the money's not right, but um, past three years we've had, you know, our birthday bash. Okay. And last year we were supposed to have Steve on there, and just the money thing didn't didn't sure. add up. Uh, you know, we wanted to pay him, but we just were realizing that it wasn't going to get covered. Yeah. And so we had to drop it. But uh, I, I understand that, like, yeah, I booked Steve Ewing for yeah. one of my events. Yeah, you know? so, it just yeah. feels so good. And it's something as a, you know, 16, 17-year-old kid going to see him, you never you never think that you'd... And the beautiful thing is, I mean, he's such a great guy. He wasn't mad about it or anything. Like, he understood. He, yeah. knows, what, he knows what we were doing. And, yeah. And I was lucky enough to interview him, like, I don't know, three months ago, um, just promoting the the new locations for Steve's Hot Dogs yeah. and, and stuff like that. And, and so... He, I was promised that a new urge song is coming up, really, and that we are going to be able to debut it. Wow! So that's that's what he said. So I'm going to hold him to it. I can't wait for that. <laughs> yeah. Last one they had was that uh, was it like galvanized? Yeah, I they think put so. that album out in 20. I think they made it had or? a single after that, but okay. nothing like no full albums. Or yeah. Anything like that. yeah, that's crazy. I, I hope it's. I don't know when it's coming out, but be great to be out before 636 day that'd be awesome that would be cool would um so we got him playing at three mm-hmm. uh at 4 30 we're trying something a little different we've got three different uh we're calling it porch players mm-hmm. so uh you know just like it sounds we're gonna have some <laughs> some solo acts up on some porches again this is a street party in frenchtown where you know second street is kind of mixed use so you've got you know good news brewing you've got la belle vie cafe you've got some houses You've got coarse coffee. You've got some houses. My office is, is down there, but it's, you know, it's mixed in. And mm-hmm. so we're going to have um, three different uh, porch players, Claudia Rose. Uh, Nick's, Which she, she actually played our last year's. Oh, you know, birthday. Claudia. Yes. She's she amazing, is isn't she? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So talented. Mm-hmm. It's got that bluesy. Oh my gosh. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Um, Buddy Entwistle. Okay. And Nick stir jose or stir i apologize nick tomato um, tomato <laughs> yeah uh but those those three will be playing between between 4 30 and 6 they're going to be kind of staggered but they're just going to be kind of mixed in um playing on the porches uh and then at five something really cool that i'm excited about our buddies in inimical drive are playing an unplugged show inside the bellevue cafe nice. so the story there is um Love, love ID. Mm-hmm. I don't think they'd be a good fit to come. <laughs> Not full blown, no. <laughs> you know, to come to come rip uh, up at six three six day. Uh, you know, because it is Not such yet. A, maybe in a few more years. Maybe, yeah. People are used to it. I think, and I think it would be great. They would do great. I would love to oh, see yeah. it, but I just, I think, you know, the demographic that's going to be there, I yeah. don't think is ready for a, a full on ID set. So yeah. they're playing a stripped down uh, set. Maybe in a few years where you maybe end it at Diamond and and, and they play there you go. or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, and crap. I mean, they're they're building a huge following. You've seen the tours that they're that they're yeah. on now and opening Point yeah. Fest. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. So yeah, maybe 
maybe they'll be too big for us to come back. I don't know. No, I think I think they'll still do it. <laughs> they love uh, they yeah. love St. Charles. Yeah. Um, and they love their friends, and it's yeah, they're awesome. But yeah, they're playing um, an acoustic set. They're gonna. Uh, Joel said some surprises. I'm gonna. I didn't. Well, I know what it is, uh, but I'll leave that to the imagination. Um, I don't know if you can play that uh, nothing new stripped. Have you heard that? Yes. Oh my gosh, my kids sing along. My my girls are ten and eight, and uh, it's so catchy and it's such a good song. And when it comes on, they're they're singing almost the whole thing. That's um, awesome. Fantastic. So that's from five to six inside La Belle V. Okay. So they're going to be inside a cafe that's that's down there. Uh, at six o'clock, we have Kurt Copeland and the Consequences. Mm-hmm. And wrapping us up at eight, we have Russo and Co., which nice. is Anthony Russo and his... Yeah, great um, guy. Great guy. Amazing. Yeah. And uh, the band he's put together is is just so much fun. And the fun. things that he's doing at the St. Charles Honky Tonk. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. That place is packed every night. He's booking the music there. Mm-hmm. He plays up there. Um, but yeah, he's got... He's got a full band with uh, you know, stand-up bass. Quentin Coe plays bass. Uh, Buddy Jake plays the banjo. Gus Page on guitar. I don't know the drummer's name, but... Uh, and then, as you know, but people may not, he's, uh, he's an illustrious tap dancer. Yep. And so you think about that and you go, wait, so this guy's going to play like kind of country-fied, bluegrass-ified rock and roll, and he's going to tap dance? Yep. Yeah. He's going to fucking tap dance. And it's awesome. Um, and so he'll be, he'll be doing his thing there, closing us and out. He's, I mean, they've been selling out their shows. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to, it's hard to get to see them. They've got a music video out now. Uh, they're touring like he's, he's got a, a bus and they're, they're traveling and touring and he's going to be too big for us too someday, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think, I think he's the same way. Yeah. Like Joel, that, I think like so. He'll come home and he'll do some shows. I think so. But yeah. Man, I, and I, I think I get the sense that you like you're like me, and that you it's so cool to be just a small part of that. Exactly, I, that's all I ever wanted was just to uh, you know be a part of things. Yeah, and not just showing up at a show and yeah. sitting in the corner. And, yeah, you know, now it's like I show up at the shows and I, and I shake everybody's hand, you know yeah. a lot of people's hands and and you know and and the great thing is, I mean, like some of the bands like discrepancies in in fivefold and bands like that that yeah they're younger than me but also getting first looking at them like their material and their videos and like they suddenly become rock stars to me yeah and then now i'm friends with rock stars yeah just be you know and it's great and uh, you know like i get messages from them and yeah and everything else and i'm like this is cool you know there's a line i heard on a podcast uh and I forget it was it was a band podcast and it was it was someone like us and they said I'm cool adjacent <laughs> and I'm like yeah that's me when it comes to the bands like I can't play an instrument I can't sing you don't want me on stage but I'm I'm cool adjacent I, yeah. I'm with Joel I'm cool yeah. I'm with Bon or Anthony whoever you know what I mean mm-hmm. like um, yeah I love that and I love I love seeing them you know seeing people blow up like that and take off so cool yeah. It's funny too because my you know I have kids they're they're in their twenties but they really didn't grasp the concept of of what I'm doing or whatever yeah. until they've gone out with me okay and they're just like 
You know damn, that person? Damn, Dad. <laughs> like, you know everybody here. You know, this is pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, thank you, man. It is fun. You know, you yeah. feel like, again, you just feel like you're you're part of it. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's nothing it's nothing that's changing their lives or, or whatever. Or maybe it is. But, I mean, it's, you know, it's not it's nothing huge. But it's, yeah, you feel like you feel like you're there and you're part of it. And Well, for me, and this will... We could talk about this more whenever I'm on your show, but, yeah. but I'll, I'll say it anyway. For me, it's like um, what I do is like I can take a, a band that's still in the garage and, and maybe they made a great recording on their setup in their house or whatever. And it's they've never maybe never even played out or anything. And they, they send me a song and, it, and it's good enough to to play on there mm-hmm. next thing they know they're playing next to the urge and gravity kills and yeah. everything else and it's they haven't even played a show yet you know yeah. and that's what excites me the most when those young guys get somewhere to play because you know how it is how hard it is for a band to get played on oh yeah you know um corporate commercial fm radio almost it, impossible. it, it takes some money it takes yeah. getting to know a lot of people yeah so for them to get something and maybe motivate them to create more and maybe something wonderful happen for them, you know? Yeah. I, I love that. Yeah. It's, it's so rewarding. It's yeah. just, yeah, that's fun. But we'll talk more that, about that when we come on your show. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, let's take a quick break and then we'll, we'll maybe talk about some things that you have planned later on as we, as we, continue the conversation right here on Beyond FM.
It's the best of everything STL Beyond FM. And uh, thank you for hanging out with us and um, sitting here hanging out with Ed Akers and uh, talking about local 636 and 636 Day and and all that stuff. But uh, let's talk a little bit about maybe some future plans that you you have, maybe rotating in the head because I know the wheels are spinning like I do every day. Yeah. Anything that you really, you know, looking towards the future, thinking you might be able to do or... Yeah, I mean, so one, we want to establish, uh, and this is less on the music side, but we want to establish June 3rd as 636 day every year, you know? Um, It is a little harder out here. You know, St. Louis has March 14th and it just flows. Mm -hmm. We've got to be creative out here, but um, that's one big thing for us right now is to establish that to where we're not, and I know it's it's brand new. So we're going to have to remind people, you know, for the first probably five, six, however many years that, Hey, it's six, three, six day. It's coming up. But I would love for that to get to a point where it's just, everyone knows that's what it is. Right. Yeah. Um, and then to have, yeah. So big picture is yeah. To have maybe more than one celebration of it. Right. Maybe to have a celebration in St. Charles city, to have one in St. Peter's, to have one in O'Fallon, to have one in Wentzville, uh, or, or maybe to, go down into Jeff like, you know, our older, yeah. you know, Festus or something like that, where yeah. it's, it's uh, spread out all over the County or yeah. well, at least the 636 area code. Right. Yeah. yeah. To do something bigger. Um, I would love to book, um, like a national touring band. I think that's, you know, we've kind of talked already about mm-hmm. that and like how cool it is just to book Steve Ewing and hell, it's cool for me to book Joel and Enemical drive. Yeah. Like we're buddies, but that's still cool to me. Um, so to book like a touring band, uh, and we looked at it and it, you know, it's, there's a lot to that. I'm sure, as you know, yeah. um, you've dabbled in that a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> I know if I've, other people don't do it, it's too much work. It's hard. It's you lose money. You and, think it would be simple. Just, it would be simple just to reach out to a band's management, say, Hey, how much do they want? Yeah. And get a response and say, okay, I can do it or I can't do it and end it there. But yeah. it's not. It's not, no. <laughs> it's never easy. I did reach out to one person after last year was over. <coughs> uh, I reached out to Ed Kowalczyk of Live. Nice. To his management because I thought, okay, like you got to know the arena you're playing in, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're not going to bring Live here. Yeah. And I don't even think that's a good idea if they would come here. But Ed Kowalczyk, maybe he would do it for you know, a lot less and maybe that might be a better fit, but yeah, I think I heard back from the management, but it was like the event was over. You know what I mean? It was like two or three months later and it was like, Oh, I don't even remember sending that. Um, and sometimes it helps if, you know, hopefully it can get coordinated just right. You know, if all the planets align where they're kind of already coming this way instead of paying for airfare or anything like that. Yeah. It gets to be a mess after that. And then I wonder about like, does it mean anything to have like a legitimate event? So in other words, you know, after six, three, six day this year, we'll have two years of pictures of video of, you know, social media interaction. I don't know if that helps the case. If you send that to him and go like, here's what we're doing. It's not just me. And, or if they're just like, Hey, it's this much, he'll play anywhere for this much. You know, I think sometimes it's like that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I think so too. You got yeah. the money. Cool. I mean, it's sometimes it's easier to sell yourself. It's like, say if, you know, they're going to play it pops or or diamond or a red flag where mm-hmm. it's you know a really nice place where it has a good stage good sound good lights and this and that other than then have them play at some corner bar in yeah. the city you yeah, know? Yeah, like, yeah i want you to come and do a show we'll pay you what you want but it's at this little corner bar you know that 
we're going to have 20 people at, you know? Yeah. yeah. Probably wouldn't want to do that. No. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the biggest thing I would love to book. Like, I mean, I love like a band like Goldfinger, mm-hmm. you know, would love to, to book a band like that and have them play. And, um, that's something big, you know, we talked a little bit about, you know, doing, doing a different festival. Um, that would be fun to do. Um, lots of plans for local six, three, six, the brand as well. Uh, not so much on the music side, but mm-hmm. yeah, just like you just trying to grow the podcast and, um, trying to figure out how do we, how do we make it like we have a YouTube channel, you know? And it's like, we want a lot of subscribers. We want to try to monetize that, but we're so limited by what the company is. It's local six, three, six. I mean, who, who, no one outside of this area code is going to care about it, but it has been fun trying to figure out, um, content from our guests on that episode that doesn't necessarily relate to St. Charles. So for example, uh, I was telling you, we had, um, one of my friends that owns a heating and cooling company on Mm -hmm. and, I was able to pull some video clips of like tricks and tips for your take care of your furnace or air conditioner, right? That's yeah. something that's universal. Everyone has an air conditioner. And so, you know, posted that clip on a, a real short, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on Facebook, it had like 9,000 views. Now that's not stopping the world. You know, yeah. that's not, that's not a, a hugely. Nothing to say that's but it's yeah it's a lot (laughs) so i mean it's something yeah so yeah i'm trying to trying to figure that out and trying to figure out you know okay what does nine thousand views mean how do i find how do i get more content like this that even though i'm talking to someone from saint charles about saint charles about their business in saint charles can we get something that would resonate with everyone a funny clip or whatever it's like what did i do right and how do i do it better because you know usually you're used to okay i'd be happy with 100 views of something yeah you know and then nine thousand. okay so what do i do next you know yeah. like did i do a hashtag right did i do you know there's so many variables and things when it comes to social media it's like well what, what did i do it's crazy i'm pulling this up to show you because um yeah that that one and then after that i had i had this idea and I actually thought to myself, I've got this figured out. I know, I know how to do this. You know, I know what to do. <laughs> and so I'll show you right now. You can see that right next to each other in the middle there mm-hmm. it says HVAC myth busted 9.6 K, right? Yep. So then to the, I think it's the left of that where I'm wearing a blue shirt. Mm-hmm. How many views on that one? I don't have my glasses on. <laughs> It's a small number. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's much smaller, definitely. It's like 10 or something, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's one where I said, let's see, what is it? Oh, that is, that. okay, that is that has grown a little bit. I think it's on YouTube where that same video has like nine views. <laughs> you know, and I'm, yeah. I've, I've thought out this thing that I'm going to say. I'm like, I was talking about like how I'm either like all in or all out. I can't do stuff like half-ass. Mm-hmm. And if I'm all out, I'm all the way out. Like, I don't want to do that. I'm not doing it. But if I'm in, and so I'm like, well, people will relate to this. I throw it up there. Yeah, I think it's YouTube where there's nine views. And it's like, wait, what in the hell? <laughs> we just had, we went from 9,600 on talking about a furnace, you know, yeah. to, uh, yeah, here it is. 12, it's up to 12 now. <laughs> it's up to 12 views. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just like, yeah. So figuring that out is part of it. Uh, but yeah, I, I post a meme that says like, 
Uh, I post something about the local scene and I get nothing. I post a, a fart joke and I get, you know, 10,000 likes. Exactly. You know? <laughs> and it's so dumb and it, you know, it, yeah. it's frustrating. It's frustrating because you're like, this is, this is something I care about yeah. that I'm putting out here. I want, I care about the scene. I care about these bands and nobody likes it. And yeah, like you said, fucking fart joke and. Ah, everyone's sharing it. Like, come yeah, on, guys. Sharing it. Oh, man. Their parents so, are liking it and everything. Yeah. Else. <laughs> You're getting texts from your mom. Yeah. Great meme. Oh, great I, fart joke. You did great, honey. <laughs> uh, so where where can where can they find Local 636? Yeah. So on the interwebs, where everything's at Local 636. So if you're on Facebook, if you're on Insta or YouTube, if you type in Local 636, you should be able to find us. Um, the event is, is posted in those places as well. We also have a website, which is just local 636.com and we have 636day.com. Uh, you'll be able to find the lineup, all of the vendors, uh, all of the extra things that we'll have at 636 day. We'll have some street performers. Um, we've got a, a couple other things going on. Like I said, a lot of, a lot of live art, uh, and fun stuff like that. But yeah, all at local 636. Awesome. Well, I appreciate your time and your day. Now it's my turn to be on your show later on. <laughs> yeah, we'll get that scheduled, man. Yeah. This was awesome. I wish we could have timed it up um, to to have you come out to the studio and we could have just, yeah, done it together. And That's all right. It gives me another excuse to come back out here. There you go. That's <laughs> awesome. Yep. I appreciate your time and, and, and I wish you the best of luck. And hopefully, like we said off, off air, you know, that uh, maybe we can run into some collaboration stuff together. And, you know, even if it's, Hey, you know, I have this business out here and they want to talk to you too. Okay. Send them, send them my way or whatever it may be. And we'll try to help this town and this city. We, it's all in the same. We're just separated by a little river, Yeah, but it's all the same. We're all supposed to be friends. It's okay to come to the east of the river and it's okay to go to the west of the river. You're, you're all good. We don't bite out here. Come on out. Hang out. All right, I appreciate it. And, uh, well, I will uh, see everybody or talk to everybody next time on Beyond FM. Thanks. Thanks. My daddy was a hardworking man. His motto, plan the work, work the plan. Day in, day out, he surrendered a dream to build a better life. From my brother and me All that he left me Is a room full of tools A little bit rusty A little used Lord I got questions More than a few Why'd you have to go so soon I made some good love But I made more mistakes Like a tick on a dog It's a hard one to shake I'm running out of fingers on these hardworking hands To keep count of lessons I don't understand Well, it's never too late for a teacher to learn And a fireman's never safe from the burn A cowboy will tell you Taught me to drive in the snow 
Your jacket was leather, your head was hot tempered. My old man Jerome. Some say sinner and some say saint. Yeah, people ain't perfect and hell no I ain't Well, it's never too late for a teacher to learn And a fireman's never safe from the burn A cowboy will tell you, you get what you heard All I know is you're gone and the pages turn Mistakes like a tick on a dog, it's a hard one to shake. I'm running out of fingers on these hard working hands to keep counting lessons I don't understand. 